Shalom Ubracha, good evening, wonderful hours, amazing days. It's written in the beginning of the Jewish book of rules, the Shulchan Aruch, that a person who is serving Hashem should not be hurt or um, held back by those clowns that are mocking him while he tries to serve Hashem because even the obstacles and challenges and difficulties that a person has in his Avodat Hashem while doing the best he can to serve the Creator for the real true servant of the Creator those are all good things the obstacles, the difficulties, the challenges and why? Like in a rebuke, when a person is seeking for honor, his desire is to be respected and to be honored. So then if someone rebukes him, showing his lackings, so that's a huge problem for him because he's taken away his so-called perfection, his imaginary assumption of being perfect and showing his lackings. So for that person who chase after honor, that's a great lacking. But for a simple person who really desires the truth and just wants to improve and to correct himself and to be a better person, every rebuke and every evident for something wrong in yourself, for you that's an opportunity to fix and to correct and you're happy, you're happy to learn and you're happy to improve and that's the purpose and the reason for your life, to learn and to perfect yourself, to be a better person. So <clears throat> the challenges and the difficulties that the person is going through in life are a great good thing for the person, for him to learn how to come closer to Hashem. And why did I make that? introduction for our today's talk. Um, my family and I in the last week experienced this um, very painful experience of being hurt by this uh, COVID-19 virus and um, it really took us to some very crazy places. <clears throat> In uh, the beginning of last week, um, one of my children came from school and he didn't feel so well. And after a couple of days, we realized that he was positive um, to COVID. And with the days in the house, like one after the other, we all got sick and I was the last one, the last uh, survivor. But then when it uh, hit me as well, it was very, very painful. And I'm now very, um, already very deep into recovering. <clears throat> but as you can hear and see, I'm not in 100% uh, of my shape. But I wanted to tell you that um, this is a very, very weird sickness. This is something very, very spooky, very, very weird. I never experienced something like that in my life. And um, 
due to the fact that I have many students around the world, I heard many of them that was checked positive to COVID and people described similar things to the things that we went through and especially that I can tell from my own experience that I went through severe pains and also a lot of emotional pressure. There are things that people are going through while dealing with this virus that are not normal at all. Things that are very, very weird coming from a very dark place. And um, we just wanted to share that with you and for you to know that um, um, that people are going through things that are not, uh, not simple. And I think that um, it's important to try as friends, as family, as members of communities to pay attention to those ones that are going through, um, through pain, through sicknesses, through difficulties and challenges, because you can never imagine what goes on in the mind of a person. I literally found myself struggling with emotional pressure that I have not experienced for a long, 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 long time. And if I would look at myself on the side, I would say, like, what's going on with him? Like, he's, like, losing it. It was very hard, very, very hard. But even if you cannot explain it and you cannot even get help for your trouble, you still go through that difficulty. And the main thing that you need is a certain kind of understanding that people will understand that you are really going through that difficulty. And Rabbi Nachman of Breslev said something very interesting. He said that people has that problem that they do not believe the pain of the sick. Someone is sick and he's suffering. You don't buy that. <laughs> it's a problem. It's part of the creation. That's how it goes. People find it very hard to believe you when you're sick, or we find it hard to believe someone else when he's sick. It always sounds and looks like he's exaggerating, like he's like whining a bit too much. But the truth is that we don't know what's going on in the heart and the mind of another person. And it's very, very important to pay attention. I hold myself as a very strong person. I hold myself as a person with a lot of life experience, with a lot of challenges that I passed already, with a lot of knowledge, with a lot of tools, mind and emotional tools. And I also have a very loving family and supportive environment. And still it was very, very hard. So I cannot even imagine what can happen to a person who deals with that pressure on his own when he's alone or when he's already uh, shaky and not so stable. So um, so I think that it's uh, like, if I can uh, contribute something out of my experience to that, uh, to the world community is the mutual understanding of the condition that is uh, weird, that is dark, that is, um, that is twisted.
I never thought that uh, something can affect, something that is physical can affect the spirit and the emotion of the person in such a way. And, um, but it does, it just pressures a certain pressure on, on the mind in a way that is very not easy to deal with. So first of all, to all those ones who experienced it, so I'm with you guys and I can understand and relate more than before um, what you went through and what you are still going through. And I'm sure that you're understanding me and that you relate to my words as well. And to those ones that are in need, that is a wake-up call for all of us to be there for them and to support as much as we can. <coughs> now it's a good opportunity, like always, to try to, to catch a book and to try to read something. And let's, um, let's try to find something joyful. We are preparing ourselves to Yom Kippur. And Yom Kippur is a real, uh, real day of, uh, of holiness and purity. And the main thing that this day depends on is, um, is our simple faith in the importance of that day. That that day, Yom Kippur, is day of atonement, is day of forgiveness. And when we believe in that, that day has the power to erase all our sins, all our crimes, all our mistakes. And it depends in our faith in that day. Of course, that it's important to mention that the day's atonement is on sins between a person to God, <clears throat> but not between a person to friends, to people. If you hurt a person, you must ask for forgiveness. You have to apologize. You. And if a person is not asking for forgiveness, there is no way that he will be forgiven. Me, for an example, there is a person who took upon himself to go and speak lies about me for around, actually, a few years already. <clears throat> when I'm thinking about the dates, so it's kind of crazy how long he's uh, wasting his time and uh, dunking himself into the bottom of hell to to hurt me and to do bad things to me and to talk horrible things about me, also on social media. So... The truth is that uh, I do not forgive him in any way not him and not other people who are sabotaging good things people who are in an abusive way in a cruel way hurting innocent people and going and and trying to hurt them trying to to damage them to destroy their good name to steal and to take things from them, things that belongs to them. So I do not forgive those people. I don't have the ability in my mind. I don't have the power to 
forgive a person who is cruel and evil and able to hurt innocent people and gentle people for no reason, just because of his pride and stupidity and stubbornness. And I want to forgive every person, but if a person is not awake to change his ways, how can you, how can you let him into your heart again? How can you let him have a place, have a space to, to grow? If when you let him grow, he's just taking advantage of that place and power and going to hurt other people again, those are not people that deserve forgiveness. So, <clears throat> let's learn something <coughs> from a book. Rabbi Nachman of Weslev is saying in Torah 91 in Kutem Moran that the words of the righteous man when he speaks Torah or prayer is called the land of Israel because land is in the aspect of spirit like that it's written my spirit is like the land the verse in Tehillim is saying and the spirit is in the aspect of the power of speech like that it's written my spirit came out when he spoke and when the righteous man is speaking Torah or tefillah, prayer, it's called the land of Israel, Eretz Israel. And the words that he's talking with the public, even simple talk, is called the waste of the land of Israel. And why is he talking simple, mundane conversations with people, with the public? Because he's attaching the public to the knowledge that is in the aspect of a mountain. And a mountain, like it's written in the Talmud, in the Gemara, is the temple, like that it's written, that good mountain and the Lebanon. And it refers to Beit HaMikdash, to the holy temple, that is in the aspect of Da'at, like that it's written in the Gemara, in the Talmud, that every person who has wisdom in him, is a, he is in the aspect of as if the temple was built in his days, because the temple was given between two names of Hashem. The verse is mentioning the temple between two names of Hashem. And also wisdom is given between two places that the name of Hashem is written in a verse. Because by Torah and by prayer, so, Rabbi Nachman here is explaining that when the righteous man is trying to bring people towards Hashem, he cannot do that through Torah and Tefillah, because Torah and Tefillah, prayer and wisdom of Torah, might be too high for some people to hold on to, to grab on to. And therefore, he needs to speak with them on mundane, on regular things, and by that, they will be attached to the wisdom. Because by Torah and by prayer, you cannot attach them to their root because they're very far from the truth. So the righteous man that wants to attach the public that are far from Torah, 
He needs to speak with them on regular things and to dress wisdom of Torah into those things. So he's talking in certain combinations that are being called the waste of the land of Israel. Because even though that it's considered as waste, because it seems to be something less holy than Torah and Tefillah, still it's the waste of the land of Israel. Because there is Torah hidden and dressed inside of it that is in the aspect of Israel. And also, sometimes the righteous man himself is falling from his level, and when one of the people is coming to him and start talking regular things with him, talking about regular things of the world. And the righteous man is enjoying that conversation. So then that person is reviving the righteous man. He gives the righteous man happiness. And the righteous man is climbing back to his level. And then the righteous man is able to uplift the rest of the people by the merit of that person who started just chatting and talking with him on simple things. So, Baruch Hashem, we can see here that righteous people has a lot of power to uplift us and to heal us and to connect us to our root and not always through Torah and Tefillah and high levels of teachings and highly learnings just by simple conversations that are coming out from the heart and getting inside the hearts of the truth seekers. May Hashem bless us all to be united, to be attached, to be bond to each other in ties and strings of love and honor and mutual respect. And may we see together all as one the complete redemption in our days. Amen. Can you hear it, son? They can kick you down to the ground Hold yourself up till you are put up your crown King of the Creator, Holy Soul inside Focus on the spiritual and you shall